Coming to you live from central Vietnam, it's the Traveling Dukes Podcast! And welcome to the Traveling Dukes Show. Yeah, that's right. Change the name, change the game, fellas. On this episode of the Traveling Duke Show, we are going to be talking about a Korean dumpster fire, Confucius say bye-bye, and a Thai rain update. Oh, you finally got an update. We finally got an update on the We are true to our word. I've been joking about that for weeks now. Yeah. I wanted an update on that Thai rain. Cool. Well, yeah, so before we get into everything, pretty exciting week. My mother's here, actually. She's actually currently our camera lady. we got a live studio audience. <laughs> yeah, here, pretty yeah. good, right? Pretty good. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be making a trip over the High Van Pass again and heading back to Hanoi again. Mm-hmm. Myself, young Tom, and my mother. It's going to be a yeah, good couple it's, weeks. Yeah, it's going to be a great trip. Yeah. yeah, and then other things, whatever. Other things. We're going to England. That's pretty exciting. Oh, yeah, exciting. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll and be in England in four weeks' time. I'm uh, getting very excited for that. It's been quite a while now. I want a crumpet. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you've been saying. And uh, no, it's going to be a very strange thing bringing some Brits back to uh, some some ah, some Americans back to Britland, Britain. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, just you eating crumpets in my kitchen. That'll be a pretty weird experience. Yeah, Kurt's going to be sleeping on my couch in a basement, right? Yeah. Mm. It's quite, such quite an upgrade from this giant house in, v- in a beach town in Vietnam. Hundred percent of down Sorry, to Tom's basement in Manchester. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> But, you know, bigger and better things. And, yeah, so hopefully somebody's watching us from Fleckus Talks or some of these other places yeah, if they finally come welcome. out. <laughs> welcome. Uh, yeah, the, that Fleckus Talks video has been delayed. <laughs> but uh, we're slow, slowly, slowly... My hair is it. completely gone. Yeah. Like, completely different. I am that guy from that video that you may have seen. <laughs> did, you, uh, did your hair disappear because of the stress of the Fleckers Talks video? No, you, you, you kind of gave me a butchering, actually. I like, did. Yeah. I did. I did. That'll, be, uh, that'll be on the next TDR. Yeah. Uh, we could it has talk, been stressful, though. What can the people expect? Soon, right? Next couple days? Fleckers Talks video, yeah. We, we interviewed people on the streets of Hanoi. And During had a the great Trump time. Kim Peace Summit, yeah. There were some juicy, juicy interviews. Some juicy ra- tidbits. Raunchy, raunchy yeah, so uh, good. comebacks. So good. All right, well, enough faffing around. All right. All right, so let's talk about a fire in Korea. Okay. A, d- a dumpster fire in Korea, <laughs> North actually. North or South? Ooh, too much uh, questions, too early. That's an easy question. Uh, yeah, actually, I didn't look that up. South Korean farming country. <laughs> well, I mean, it is South. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant like the north or south of well, South, south Korea. Korea. No, right? north or south of Korea. No, nah, yeah, uh, this is in South, south Korea. Korea. So this is in a place called, ooh, I'm going to bitcher this. Wisong? 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 A picturesque South Korean farming county. Doesn't look picturesque to me, no. No, no. So there's about... Uh, 170,000 tons of garbage that is spontaneously combusting constantly and just being on fire. What? Garbage? Yeah, specifically garbage. Like, like, like plastic or what? P- plastic like, and other waste. Paper? Yeah. Oh man, so it's not, it's not the rice itself. No, it's this giant uh, landfill. Mm. in uh, South Korea, because apparently South Korea just has a heap ton of trash. Yeah, everywhere does. Could it be explained by dry and hot weather, or is it some magical... No, so it's like they keep on piling stuff onto each other, and then, like, gases are going around in there, and then some friction hits it, and then it just explodes. Apparently, they're just, like, 
for like three or four months, firefighters have been battling this oh this God. trash, this trash fire, this dumpster fire. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at how much. Oh, look at how much Jesus trash Christ. that is. I mean, it's got to go somewhere, but that's like. That's, yeah, it's like the Himalayas. That's a lot of trash. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does look like a mountain range. Yeah, yeah, even with a bit of snow on it. Yeah, yeah, it's just, terrible. Oh no! Oh, even the diggers burn. I just noticed. Wait, is that a digger? Oh, I thought that was the digger. No, okay, the digger's fine. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, like, uh, by by a uh, population, uh, South Korea uses the most plastic. So they have okay. the most plastic waste. Wait, South Korea? Yeah, p well, oh, per yeah. capita, per, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. per person. More than China, eh? Yeah. That's crazy. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, like, let's say, uh, where am I? Well, so you see, uh, today, uh, was it San Francisco became the first ever city to have a full ban on plastic bottles? Oh, yeah. I think it was San really? Francisco. Hmm. Began with an S. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, so, like, Let's hope it was. Glass and aluminium or other ways of... Uh, I didn't read into the article fully yet. I, I've actually got it up on my phone, but they... Um, yeah, I think it was San Francisco, and they had a full ban on plastic bottles. You're not allowed to sell them. A lot anymore. of places in California are banning plastic straws right now. Yeah, right. Which uh, is ridiculous. Like, they're getting, like, these little, like, paper straws that decompose before you finish your metal coke. Straws. <laughs> it's like, it's ridiculous. Straws. No, they sell, like... Apparently, like, plastic straws account for like 0.001% of all plastic no, pollution. It's no, not a problem. No, but they get inside the turtles. No, no, not the no, turtles. They do. They do. I want to no, sip my coke they well, they're, Simon. They're, they're a streamlined uh, shape and they, they go straight into a turtle's mouth and kill them. Well, you know, the turtles got to figure it out. Right. <laughs> the turtles are not figuring out out they're dying. Um, no, actually, like my, my cocktail tours I run in Hoi An, um, every single tour, I think every single tour at least one guest has asked if we use uh, recyclable straws. Yeah, our, it's our the cause du jour. Yeah, every one of our locations uses yeah. recyclable straws. Well, isn't that lovely? All right, <laughs> so let's get back to this this trash dump. Uh, so yeah, in 2008, this guy called Kim Suk Don was a recycling business owner and was granted a license to keep 2,000 tons of waste on this site. Compared to the 170,000 tons he's actually dumped um, there. Well, what? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was the first number? So he's 2,000 tons. Oh, that's times a little more. Yeah. A little How bit How many over. times more is that? 85 times. That's ridiculous. Yeah, wow, yeah. Tom with oh, the math look at skills. That. More than 80 times. Good job, Tom. Hey, yeah, yeah, golf yeah. clap for Probably doing yeah. some math. Yeah, thank you very nice. Much. Yeah, so apparently, like, he sold this, 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 this land dump to another guy who has, like, this, uh, like waste burning a company or whatever, mm. and like completely like lied about how much he was actually oh. doing there, and apparently he just ran off with all this cash because it's big money to dump trash in right, South Korea. Right, right, <laughs> right. But I mean, how? What, why did this guy buy it? Did this when this guy bought it? He must have thought there was two thousand tons there. You just gotta go and look and be like, well, that's yeah. quite a bit more. Yeah, you messed up, bro. You yeah, yeah up, that bro. guy fucked up. Yeah. yeah, but apparently that guy, the original guy, walked away with like an estimated like twenty-two million dollars from all the trash Christ. he dumped there, because oh, apparently you man. can like you can dump like uh, trash for about like a hundred. You can get like hundred thirty to one hundred seventy bucks just for dumping a ton of trash. How a does ton. he sleep yeah. at night on a bed of twenty-two million dollars? Yeah. yeah, yeah, isn't that lovely? Quite well. <laughs> yeah, that's that's horrendous. And the fines, the fines are only like three grand. Mm. So it's like you bank up all these trash dumps, and it's like yeah, you just pay off a little little 
Little little pocket change to the government. Yeah. Uh, South Korea is burning with trash. I've been talking to a lot of people just in Hoi An. Hoi An is a beach town in the middle of Vietnam. And the more I've talked to people who have been here for either more than 10 years or have come back after 10 years, they say that, yeah, 10 years ago, it was tropical water everywhere. Yeah. Like there wasn't, there wasn't, there was no trash. And it's all coming from the South China Sea. Uh, if you walk down the beach, so many plastic bottles have Chinese lettering on them. Like, uh, we know what you do in China. Well, so that's it. So here, here's the interesting thing, right? So Yeah, like, the next heading is China. Well, yeah. Always. So, well, like a little bit before that is that like in South Korea, there's over a million tons of garbage dumped illegally every year. Yeah. Because in 2017, the Chinese stopped taking in trash imports they were a big trash importer. a few podcasts ago yeah. yeah okay i didn't actually realize this was a thing so you can trade trash with other countries yeah china used to be taking all of the trash for money or whatever yeah and putting it where in the ocean L well landfills and oceans yeah sure i guess yeah, yeah. but uh no i mean they, they probably stop why they stopped doing that because they just had too much themselves yeah i think china's just full of full of Oh crap. <laughs> We're trying to get back in there next month. Yeah, see if we can cross that border. Yeah, but after the 2017 ban, like South Korea, the, the, the export of trash from South Korea to China dropped by 90%. So all sure. of a sudden, South Korea is just stuck with all of this trash, yeah, and they don't know what to fucking know what do to with, do with it. it. Yeah. And, it's yeah. being, and it's being piled 170,000 oh, tons high and burning overnight. Yeah. Good, yeah. good solution. Yeah, like choking the air I'm, of I'm this little you. rice village. I'm telling you. Me and, uh, me, and, me and Peggy went for a stroll down one of the unknown beaches in Hoi An uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, the entire beach was just littered with trash everywhere you went. We found a dead dog. In amongst Ooh. the trash, Ooh, uh, we found a huge bag that when we emptied it, it was filled with like kilograms of intestines. Um, Whoa! Like, yeah, it was from a, a Chinese hot pot. <laughs> it was a real, it was a real romantic Jeez. stroll down the beach. I'll tell you. Yeah, nice. Yeah, sounds lovely. Well, yeah, South Korea is burning, and I don't care. I don't know. That's uh. <laughs> they need to. They need to sort out their trash. That's a, that's a clash reference. If anybody is under the age of forty, whatever. Nice. All right. I do care. That's why I'm talking about it on the right, internet. Right, All right. right. I'm a nice person. I right, care right, about right. things and save, people. Save the planet. Yeah, right. Whatever. Give a shit. All right. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Confucius. I, All right. I yeah. was uh, pretty interested before when I looked on your computer and you had an image that says Confucius.jpg. Yeah. Oh, that was quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Or as the Americans say, Confucius. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Took the back. Confucius. Uh, yeah, it is. Say, Tom? I don't even know who this guy is. How many what are you talking about? Like you don't know who Confucius is. <laughs> Can I come out and say it? Who the wow. hell is Confucius? All right, all right. I'm confused. Confused. Whoa. Nice. I, I like nice my, my, my university, uh, when I was at university, I, I studied uh, Chinese under the Confucius Institute or the Confucius. Whatever. Confucius. Confu Confucius. Right. Well, so that's actually... That's actually Wonderful, Simon. Well, there it we're, is. we're actually going to be talking about the Confucius Institute. Oh, shit. So, just so you know, Tom. Drop like, yourself in it there. Who is he? Uh, well, I really should have looked this up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Confucius is a famous uh, philosopher from from uh, China right. back like uh, over, thinkers, over a thousand yeah. years ago, yeah, like yeah. major philosopher, a ton of. Uh, uh, There's so many legends about him. Yeah, so many legends. Uh, there was one uh, on Mount Horshan in in uh, the middle of China. Apparently, he sat on the top of the highest mountain in the province. 
played chess against like an imperial leader um, and if he won they the, the the army had to back down and go back to their territory and he did mm. and there's like this big chess pagoda and war there. decided on a game of chess I mm. like that yeah that is kind of cool I like that do that yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah, so we're going to be talking about the Confucius Institute. So for those of you that don't know, uh, the Confucius Institute are uh, programs that are uh, in universities promoting Chinese language and Chinese culture. culture what, yeah. what, what could you tell us about your experiences there? Uh, sure. So um, when I was in my third year of university, I studied, uh, studied primary education at Edge Hill University. And um, halfway th- fancy, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. It's the best teaching college in in the UK. Mm-hmm. And um, halfway through the third year, um, the, uh, my my course was or my my placement, my work placement was delayed by about two weeks. So they had to fill the slots because if they didn't fill the slots, we were actually able to claim back some of our student finance, and they wouldn't want you doing that. Right. The university want all that money. So, so how does um, this have to do with Confucius? They ran go. two extra <laughs> extra weeks of programs. The Confucius Institute like ran loads of Chinese uh, language programs at the university, and I was on one of them. I learned quite a lot about um, China. I, I learned probably like a good 20, 30 words of Chinese, and then that actually influenced my decision like that summer to book a flight to China. I went traveling for five weeks and then I found a job and never left. So, uh, it, it wow, it so we have the, the Confucius decision. Institute to thank for the traveling Dukes being together. I was together. just going to yeah, say that's true. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. 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 Well, well, I also I'll learned st- how to make I'll lanterns and uh, some yeah. Chinese food. Yeah. Well, I'll still say screw the the Confucius Institute. Oh no! Yeah, oh, no. sorry. What gonna happened? gonna be breaking it down for what you, Simon. Sorry. Oh. So what's wrong I mean, with that's it? Fine. apart from the logo, it's terrible. <laughs> this, yeah, it is. It's a pretty bad logo. A dove flying through the world. I mean, uh, well, harmonious future of relationship with the Chinese Communist yeah, Party. Yeah, but how much? <laughs> well, see, how much is this institute influenced by the Communist Party? It's entirely run by the Chinese Communist Party. Of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, it's one of the biggest propaganda arms outside of China. That no. Yeah. Oh, but yep. I, I remember my my uh, my teacher was so lovely. She just um, yeah. Well, we had a well, great she time. was she was hand selected by bureaucrats in oh. Beijing based on whether or not she would uphold the Beijing narrative. And you know, she did have a really fancy house. She like yeah. lived lived on her own and it was like, I think it was like probably two or three bedrooms, like this big house in the country. I mean, the whole university was in the country, but it was a, it was a nice house. Well, yeah. Most I of forgot it. what we were talking about. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Come on. They, they, All right. They, so they're they're handpicking these about? delegates to go and teach Chinese at universities across the world. Yeah, and also right. instill Chinese values, I guess. Right. Right. Nicely said. In 2004, this, the, the Confucius Institute was established by a propaganda arm of the Communist Party of China. And right now, there's over 90 U.S. universities with a propaganda arm of the Chinese government in their university. That is weird. Over $158 million has been spent so that they can influence what happens on U.S. universities. Right, but how much are they actually influencing it? Well, a lot. So Mm. they have veto power over any event or anything that's going on related to Chinese at all. And yeah. they've also shut down a lot of lot of different things. So let's say at this was at Newcastle University. An academic yeah. was forced to apologize after students secretly recorded him describing Hong Kong and Taiwan as politically separate than mainland China. I mean, they are. Yeah. So basically, they just well, yeah, exactly. 
the video went viral in China, and then the Confucius Institute cracked down on him, saying, "We're going to pull funding if you don't if you don't comply with what Beijing is saying." Uh, let's say you want to study something like ancient China and philosophy from that era, whatever. Exactly. It's all from. Got to go through what they them, say. Yeah, yeah, it's all what the Chinese government wants you to say. So it's probably ninety percent false then. Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as language, I'm sure it's fine. Some sort of like the ancient history pre-communist party or whatever, right? Yeah. But it's 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 horrifying. Let's say, uh, yeah. So there was an event in uh, the Portuguese city of Braga in 2014, where uh, run by the Confucius Institute, and they didn't realize that one of the partners of the event was from Taiwan. So the Confucius Institute people actually rushed in, stole all of the documents from the event and started shredding them in a hotel. Oh my <laughs> like, God. <laughs> 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 yeah, and Dalai, uh, Dalai Lama so, getting so, shut down from so coming to campuses. It's so pathetic how they can feel that threatened. It's like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so. Whatever. And it's fucked up because the U.S. universities, they just they just willingly go along with it, either out of ignorance or, or whatever. I think mostly. And also it's money. It's got to be mostly ignorance. I mean, like. They probably get a heck of yeah. some money, though. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So it's saying in this this new Senate report from uh, Chuck Grassley, he said that uh, nearly seventy percent of all U.S. schools with a U.S. with a Confucius Institute that received more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars have did not report that they were getting that money either. So there's a <laughs> lot of dodgy schools that are just taking this dark, well, red Chinese money. <laughs> but why why wouldn't they report it? Because it is classified as a bribe or what? Like, what, what are they paying for there? Like, what is the Confucius Institute actually paying for if, you, if you're receiving... The right to be able to... Well, to paying, about paying teachers, paying for buildings, paying for events. Right. All these but things. But then why wouldn't no, you just log bribe, that? Right? I mean, it's coming from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's dodgy, man. It's dodgy. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of universities are actually kicking out Confucius Institutes now, like the University of Minnesota, Minnesota. kicked out uh, the Confucius Institute. Stanford's kicking them out. Uh, Berkeley has kicked them out. I mean, that's also Toronto. just a shame. It's like that, that Chinese culture is not going to come from anywhere else. And I would say it, it, it greatly benefited my life. Yeah. So that's a shame. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just have to, like, these, these universities are just breeding grounds for propaganda. Like, the weird, crazy leftist crap propaganda that regular professors teach students, right? Like, like uh, privilege theory and all this crap mm. gender studies and all this stuff that's just basically brainwashing <laughs> you. And so, and it's like, the Chinese are like, yeah, this is how you get in and change the narrative in America. And it's like, look, you walked out of there yeah. thinking like, oh, yeah, I want to go to China. It's such a lovely... Well, I did. I did. You know? but at the same time, but at the same time, yeah, I, I came out and thought that. But on good reason, like, they gave... There is they amazing gave, stuff. They yeah. gave me a good Chinese, po like, pre-education. And I was like, hey, that, that is actually very good. Like, I, I wouldn't be... Like, regardless of this, I wouldn't be opposed to, like, that at all. Uh, you should be able to receive a Chinese education in your in your university. It's, I agree. It's hugely agree. important to know Chinese. Ch Ch Chinese is, f for, for an English person, Chinese is so much more valuable than French or German. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, it's, you're not gonna, like, I, I have, I've learned, I've spent hundreds of hours learning German, 
I will never speak it. <laughs> like, I, I, I talk, I will speak it to like the occasional person I meet, but like, I will never have the opportunity to speak it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, Chinese is far more valuable to learn. It's just a shame that like, they have to just like, ju just send Chinese delegates to universities to represent you. Don't like, make it weird. Or, Why do they or, always make it weird? Because they're communists. The Chinese always make it weird. God damn. Well, so this this reminded me of uh, this <sighs> this amazing guy called uh, Yuri Brezmanov. He was an ex KGB guy from the that's that's like the weird like secret. KGB. KGB was like the 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 like uh, spy agency of the Soviet Union, Russia right, back the in the MI5 day. Yeah, yeah. Except like horribly evil. <laughs> <laughs> But he actually defected. It's an amazing story. If you ever get a chance, look him up on YouTube. He gives these whole lectures about their whole recruiting process, specifically about university professors and intellectuals in America, like bringing them, getting, bringing them from America, bringing them to the Soviet Union, doing like one of those guided tours like North Korea, and just getting them hammered. And like convincing them of how special they are and how wonderful the communist system is. And like sending them off and sending them back to to, to American like universities, exactly. Oh, that's it's like, like that's that's way. real like the perfect like way to grow from the inside. That's horrible. right. I actually think we're still fighting the Soviet Union to this day, thirty years after they've gone away. So what he this is a quote from him that I have. He says, "The highest art of warfare is not to fight at all." but to subvert anything of value in the country of your enemy until such a time that the perception of reality of your enemy is screwed up to such an extent that he does not perceive you as an enemy. You can take your enemy without a single shot being yeah, fired. Yeah. And it's like, look at what, the, we're destroying ourselves with all this crazy left-wing nonsense that they, they cleverly put in as like idea poison bombs. And what, what? Uh, what's an example? Any sort of uh, like cultural Marxist oppressor versus oppressed, breeding right. discontent between classes, races, divide everybody up, divide and conquer, right? Like that's all out of Soviet ideology. That's Ugh. literally what they're they're bu built their yeah. revolution on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's what funny is like <laughs> he he said it in one of his interviews that like uh, these these professors, these intellectuals or whatever that they take over. He called them useful idiots, right? Mm. Like, so like they're the true believers, right? Like they really believe in this crap. He said, the f as soon as the revolution goes down, they're the first ones that get shot in the head. <laughs> it's like the real <laughs> dudes take over power. And it's like, yeah, oh, but I thought it was a glorious revolution. Yeah. No, um. <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully oh, we kick these these horrendous propaganda arms. I mean, out, out I of need the... to. I'm gonna personally look into that a bit more because, like, I I think there's definitely. Look it up on China. I think there's definitely good case. I'm sure there's good cases of, of like intellectual Chinese professors coming to other countries and and like I'm sure they're not all bad. Like they I'm might. They're bad a lot people, might be, but no, a lot might might be heavily influenced. But I think like. But there's like, a line of what they sure, can say. Sure, I mean certainly like the the teacher I had, she had nothing but the best for like just ed educating you on on the good of China, which is fine. Like I mean, when lot... it's the most evil government in the world. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you you said at the beginning they educate on on language and culture. Those two things have nothing to do with the government. 
Like, True. I learned a lot of good things about language and culture from that institute. But they'll shut down any mentions of the government. Yeah, so, right? so, so, so it's so, like, so that, that, it's like, yeah, Chinese language and culture, it's, it's interesting, valuable stuff to learn. Research, yeah. But not, not when they're, sh- they're tying money to shutting sure. down the Tiananmen Square being mentioned. I absolutely It's agree. like, fuck you, agree. dude. Yeah. Goddamn commies. All right, so let's uh, head over to Thailand. I would love to learn about Thai, the Thai, Thailand's rain. Yeah, last last time you mentioned it, Thailand was time. forcing rain. Um, what, they were moving rain clouds? Right, all right. So, yeah, we're going to give a little... Uh, Little little update on all, on the two rains of China, of Thailand actually. Oh yeah, there was, there was the rain and the rain. But Tom came up with that line. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, different spelling. Uh, days of podcasts gone by. Right. <laughs> Episode fourteen, right? Right. So let's let's start off with the regular rain. I guess we'll we'll get that out of the way. Okay. So like uh, Thailand was cloud seeding. To mm-hmm. uh, produce rain to mm-hmm. get rid of some of the pollution, right? Right. Well, yeah, it didn't work at all. Oh, <laughs> no. It sounded too good to be true. So, yeah, Thai, apparently Chiang Mai right now is the most polluted city in the world. Oh, I thought it was just in Southeast Asia. Now, in the whole Chiang world Mai right now, Chiang Mai is. What is part the, of Thailand is Chiang Mai? That's uh, in the north. It's Past the, Bangkok? Yeah, Bangkok's in. It's it's like it's yeah. it's it's a little yeah I believe uh, it's in the Bangkok's the north Chiang Mai's uh, north into that though, like yeah. grassland shit yeah yeah but apparently like it, the the cloud seeding really didn't do anything uh, but South Korea is apparently gonna give it a try <laughs> get rid of get rid of some of that trash uh, <laughs> y'all 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 need to give it your best um, yeah we went to Hanoi and Hanoi is horrendous right now yeah it's, it's pretty depressing bad. yeah um, second most polluted in Southeast Asia I think. I was thinking about going back to to uh, Beijing when we go to China in a couple of months, but I was like, oh, I'll just have a migraine the entire time. Yeah, that place. Terrendous. You ever been to Beijing? The I've pollution not, no. is unreal. See, I, I've heard about Beijing and the pollution. I'm surprised that Chiang Mai is above Beijing, actually. Well, Beijing, they moved all the factories out, uh, but like, uh, a few Didn't you listen miles. to the podcast episode? <laughs> right, right. Whatever, <laughs> yeah. I, to be honest, I barely listen, so. Damn it, Tom. <laughs> this is your education, Tom. You need to learn about the rain in Thailand. <laughs> all right, there's two different so, kinds of rain. Well, yeah, so there is also the, the, the rain of... Um, the the, the 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 election or oh, whatever yeah. right yeah they, they so. were rigging it weren't they well we don't know we don't know so I well a I little said demo crazy I'm sorry I'm, I'm losing it Whoa. you demo crazy we want demo that, crazy that's a pretty good yeah you want democracy you demo crazy well yeah actually that's yeah. what's happening kind of well, anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so actually the Thailand election is this week okay on the twenty fourth so big big deal big deal and uh, yeah. So remind me the candidates. Uh, so there are <laughs> there are a ton of candidates. It's uh, it's basically going to be between the dude who's been the military guy. Oh yeah, right? Right. and the people's guy. Chanocha or whatever. Yeah. Well, the people's guy is actually still exiled, oh, but he has like no. sur- surrogate people like in parties oh, of his or whatever. I mean, whatever. so it's the red shirts versus the yellow shirts. The red shirts are the poor farmer people. The yellow shirts are support of the monarchy of the military. And yeah, so I just wanted to go into because we mentioned like that Thailand is a little bit messed up on that podcast yeah, where we talked about it. Yeah. So let's hear about how messed up it really is. All right. So Ugh. scores of dissidents and academics activists have been pushed into exile. Uh, dead dissidents dumped in a river uh, filled with cement. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. 
oh, Thailand's such a nice, beautiful country. Let's check out all these YouTube videos where they're like on a beach in Thailand. Like, ah, you like activists being pushed into self-exile what does that even mean <laughs> well yeah so basically they had to they a lot of them just ran to yeah, over the border to Laos right or they would have been either oh, locked been up or shot Shocking or God. dumped in a river with cement in their gut <laughs> and even in Laos like this dude what, what? has been disappeared he was a radio host Who's who set up like a radio show in Thailand, broadcasting into Thailand? Like his his like aides were dumped in a river. He's been missing since 2017. Oh no! Yeah. I was about to say he looked so happy. He's looking like a nice uh, guy, right? That's yeah, actually he does look like a nice guy. I mean, that's actually him in prison in 2013. No, exactly. <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like he's having a fine time. Yeah. Oh man. Even in prison, he's got um, yeah. What 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 country in Asia is the most put together in terms of government right now? South Korea. South Korea, Singapore, mm. maybe Japan. Yeah. Yeah, I Malaysia? mean. Malaysia. Malaysia's all right. All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, boy. but apparently, like thousands of of activists are currently locked up in in Thai prisons. Like e. Well, and, that's a well, shame. What is the political system in Thailand? It so doesn't sound like the military dictatorship right. right now, and they're going to be trying to have an election. And it looks like the dude who's in charge of the military is going to win. Hey, look, he's right. doing that kawaii thing. Isn't it kawaii? Cool? That's cool. Hey, I'm a I'm a dictator, but I'm kind of cool. Yeah, right. I thought it's the sign for I've got a gun. I'm going to shoot you. Well, <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. Might be shooting someone. Hey, channel cha. <laughs> <laughs> Cyber laws. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so it's the same thing. So like all these these Asian countries are trying to adopt systems like China has. The Great Firewall. Yeah. yeah, so shutting down all any sort of dissidents. It's, it's crazy. And uh, it's wild. It's like people go to Thailand on a fucking vacation that's all it. Yeah, the time. Know, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if Thailand lost all of their vacate, like all of the, the, their tourism, I don't like, would they have much money anymore? Yeah. Like, I think that's... Good God! Like you, you go down, uh, if you go down some streets in Bangkok. There's more white people than Thai. Like, have you been to Thailand? Nope, but no. I can imagine it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not looking like I really want to go there right now. Apparently, it's like the most polluted place, and yeah. it's also got a crazy military. They have, they have really nice islands in the south. Yeah, that's about it. But the cities are all fucked. Yeah. And also, also the north. I mean, the 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 the, the jungles in the north are apparently delightful. Yeah. Elephants and shit. What on earth is that? All right, so this is Thailand's Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. It's called like uh, uh, Headache Stencil is his name. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. So this is uh, 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 this is a port like a uh, an art installation. Hmm. This is the billionaire who's exiled, who's like for the people or whatever the poor mm -hmm. people, and that's the military leader. And the he's poker? got all the cards up his sleeve, no. right? So it's like he's playing yeah. against the military. Right. They've got all the cards. Right. Then that Queen of Spades is one of the winning cards or something. I don't know. Is that a king? I don't know. It is Thailand. We'll, we'll never know. Oh, it is a king. It is a king. <laughs> That's a lady boy, just boy joke for you, fellas. <laughs> king with beautiful just long hair. Yeah, just yeah. got it. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that there's lady boys. Oh, actually, there is a there is a lady boy actually, or I guess transgender mm -hmm. person running for uh, 
president in Thailand right now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Good yeah, for, I'll, good I'll, for, I'll take a tranny over a fucking military dictator. Any day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. That's true. I would. Yeah, sure. How about, <laughs> well, how about a tranny military dictator? Oh, God. Well, I mean, that's 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 the nexus of apocalypse, right? <laughs> like <laughs> just anger and, and all of the military behind you. <laughs> like you judged me all my life. Is that is that too bad? No, well, well, you can decide that in post. Um, yeah, so well, good luck to Thailand's vote. Uh, are you pro? You pro farmer people or pro military? Yeah, well, it's like I don't know. It's like these these like populist like poor people movements. They have a tendency to go too far left. To yeah. you know, they're trying to be socialists and shit. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't think Toxin Shinawat, the leader of them, is. But who knows? He's not even in the fucking country <laughs> Who's anymore. that guy? Is that the uh, I think the that's Prayut Shanocha, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't think. I don't know. It's, it, it's, for me, it's, it, it's either one of two outcomes. Either the military dude wins or it's countdown to coup. Mm. Like, countdown till the military takes out whoever actually wins. Uh, <laughs> so. uh, God. Yeah. The, didn't you say Thailand was the, the, the country with the most coups in the last 100 they, years? They, like, average a coup every four years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thailand, no! Isn't oh, the, God. Evict your military. Place. They're not helping you. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You'd, you'd think, you'd think being a, a soldier in the military, by the, by the eighth coup, you'd be thinking, well, <laughs> is this really for the Well, military? I don't know. I guess you might be the guy... Get getting to take over power, you know. I guess so. Yeah. Eventually gets that way. Pro farmers. Yeah, that's, I'm. That's, I'm, all, that's I'm, all I gotta say. I'm pro farmers too. To be honest with you, at yeah. the end of the day, I'll take I'll take I'll take shitty left wing politicians over a crazy fucking <laughs> di military dictator that's dumping people in dead in rivers in Laos with cement in their fucking stomachs. One hundred percent. Farmers so, great life. Military take it away. Yeah, I mean, I do want to go to Laos. Yeah, yeah, it, it, we'll get that. I think yeah. uh, maybe Cambodia is next in line. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, this is the Traveling Dukes uh, show. Uh, find us yeah. on all the places. Don't dump me in a river with cement. I do like in my guts. Thai people, we love everybody. We love everybody. <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> don't fucking kill us. All right, nice Bye -bye. ending. Don't, don't kill us. Yeah. You can okay. kill me, I'm all right. I mean, yeah. I go back and forth. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.